This podcast features adults drinking beer and using adult language. You've been warned. Tashi Station Brew House, where we combine the three best things in the universe, Star Wars, sports, and beer. What's not to love? Hey, we're all back. Hi, Kristen. Welcome back. Hi. Uh, we missed a little bit last month because we were all out on vacations and had various family obligations, uh, but we're all back now. We're all fine. We're all fine here. How are you? <laughs> S- summer was happening, as it does. <laughs> we were like, let's start a podcast in the middle of summer. Oh, no, we started a podcast in the middle of summer. What hmm. could possibly go wrong <laughs> other than everything could go wrong? <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's good to be back. I'm glad to be back talking about my three favorite things. Uh, and they're such great things. And we have a guest on this show. Hi, Kate. Why, hello there. Kate is here, part of our Tashi Station Uh family of uh, podcasts. Uh, Kate's, Kate and Kristen are part of uh, Book Wars Pod, and uh, I'm very excited to have you on as our first guest on this show. Oh, I'm so honored. Um, this is probably this is probably going to be a little bit of hand-holding here, because I, I don't know what I'm doing, <laughs> but I'm very excited. I mean, neither do we, so we're all going to learn together. That's Yay. right. <laughs> so hey, let's all just skip right into what are we drinking today lately this month? Uh and me uh, um, Brian, don't forget about the children. Oh, the children. Right. I mean, <laughs> we actually we actually have a warning cooked into the beginning of the intro. But Oh, do we? Never yeah, mind. we do. Sorry. Um <laughs> I, I cooked that into the beginning just because I knew I'd forget. But uh, hi, we're adults drinking beer and swearing a lot. Bad words. Children, this oh, yes. isn't for you. <laughs> you can tell it's been a while since I've actually listened to the podcast. <laughs> I, I, I enjoy Brian's boilerplate. I just I um I, I probably laughed too loud in my office the first time I heard it. It's fine. <laughs> okay, Kate, you, that's why you can shut the door. Yay! <laughs> We're adults <laughs> drinking beer and swearing. Yes. That's us. Yes. We're not oh, for yes. children. Basically, me in a nutshell. Anyway, Kate, you're you're the guest. What are you What are you drinking? I am drinking at this moment. Um, you're gonna yell at me because um, if it, if any of you um also listen to Book Wars Pod, uh, we we drink we drink all the time on that on that show, and I've been drinking literally the same thing for like a month because I am the slowest like beer drinker on the planet. So I'm still working on that like knockoff Trader Joe's White Claw. <laughs> <laughs> not so, a beer <laughs> no it is not a beer because i i drank i drank the last beer because i was working on some um new belgium tartastic for like a million billion years because chris isn't drinking right now and if i'm drinking i'm usually going wine bottles to the face so with a straw uh, yes with a straw now it's true yes because i have invisalign and you can't just drink things when you have invisalign in yep it's very special <laughs> so 
yeah, no, I'm drinking beer very slowly, trying to figure out what I'm getting next, but I guess it's fall now, so I can get new things, which is Yay. exciting. We're going to okay. talk about fall beer stuff later. We sure okay. are going to talk about fall beer stuff later, and it's going to be excellent. <laughs> what what are you drinking, Brian? I would I would go, but I have like a of course like a little story to go with this. So, <laughs> so <Fucking> I, always. <laughs> so yeah, I've got a couple things that I've been uh, nursing lately. Um, today I picked up uh, con- uh from Lexington Brewery, uh, Kentucky Bourbon Barrel Ale. It's an eight point two percent strong ale, and oh, it, it it shouldn't work, but it does. It's this weird combination of strong and sweet which mm. should be just abhorrent, but I kind of like for some reason, and I can't even begin to explain it. Um, that sounds super interesting. What is the sweet mostly from like the ale or is it something more bourbony or I'm just like wondering how the, it, how yeah, they got that the flavor su- profile. The sweet is very much from the bourbon. Um, I'm, so this okay. is an ale that is just aged for months on end in old bourbon casks. And some of that bourbon profile just gets into the beer itself, and it's really good. I dis- <laughs> <laughs> I discovered this at a a video game bar nearby. Um, they had it on tap, and this is one of those beers that's unfortunately better on tap than it is bottled. Um, the bottle that I the bottles that I picked up were pretty good, but boy, it's way better when it's off tap. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's a it's it's a really interesting beer. Uh, I. Don't know why I like it this much, but I do. Are you uh, are you drinking it cold, cold, or did you bring it up a little bit? Uh, I brought it up a little bit. Um, I wish I had a sifter to serve it in, but I don't. So it's just <laughs> it's just in a pint glass. So for people who are asking why I even asked Brian that, um, drink beer at whatever temperature you like. But uh, traditionally, cask aged or uh, barrel aged beers you're gonna drink them a little bit you you know some people go crazy and drink them at freaking room temperature and i'm like this doesn't taste like beer <laughs> i can't do room temperature beer. Ah, no not me so but if you uh if you pour it and let it open up in in the glass a little bit and let it warm up a little bit you can get some of those kind of richer flavor profiles you know you're not really you i mean you do drink bourbon cold i guess if you put ice yeah. in it but those those people who drink it straight um you know, you can kind of get more of the flavor profiles uh, than when it's cold, allegedly. And if you're out here in Central Florida, you don't need to let it sit in the glass for that long. Uh, five, six <laughs> minutes and you're good because every building out here is at a cozy 78 degrees. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, OK, so let's yeah, I'll do what I'm drinking now and then we can go into what else we've been drinking lately. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna crack this, and I pour. I'm gonna pour it into a pint glass for once, which I never do. Um, I so when we were in, I was in Canada, which is part of why uh, I was not able to do this podcast at its regular scheduled time, um, which was a great trip, and I was super excited just because I had never been anywhere except Toronto, um, and I knew that I was gonna get to try a bunch of different beers because I was on vacation with my family. <laughs> <laughs> so they like to uh, go to breweries with me, even if they're not huge beer drinkers, which I'm very thankful for. Um, but so we were in I was in Ottawa with my parents, which was kind of the second leg of the trip. Um, 
And we went and had breakfast. It was like right after uh, me and my significant other got in on the train. And they were like, okay, so where do we want to go, you know, after breakfast? And I was like, well, I found this uh, brewery in the industrial district. Uh, I think it's good. Let's go. (laughs) So I load everybody up in an Uber and schlep out there. And they're like, where the fuck are we? Why why are we in the middle of an industrial district? Um, And if you know beer um it frequently you know, comes from industrial districts it, if you know beer you know that in most places uh if you're brewing and you're not brew pubbing you can only brew in light industrial so there's a lot of really good beer that starts out um in industrial parks because uh they can't afford the the brew pub part of it to build it wherever they want um and generally they can kind of get cheaper, especially, you know, if you're in the middle of an expensive city like Toronto or Ottawa, um, you can actually get cheaper space uh, to do what you need to do in an industrial district rather than, you know, downtown or some other trendy place. Um, so I was like, I actually, that's actually a thing I do is I look for little breweries in industrial districts and I uh, go places. So um, I'm drinking Kitchissippi uh, Beer Company and they don't... Um, they basically just distribute in Canada. So, um, but it's a wheat ale. It is a sour cherry wheat. So oh my it's a little God, sweeter. That delicious. It's really mm-hmm. good. It's very much like candy beer a little bit. But um, so it's uh, it comes in at four and a half percent. So it's very light for me. Um, but I thought you guys would all love it. it says four hundred and seventy three milliliters on it because they've uh that's a tall boy that's 16 ounces <laughs> so that's uh, amazing yeah so we brought this back from canada um this is one of the beers that we had out there but um super nice guy actually taught me uh, a lot that i didn't know about beer which is um kind of saying something for the number of uh, not that i know anything about beer but i usually don't learn anything from regular old brewery tours um really super nice guy and i i was super excited my my parents were like okay we see why you're a crazy person like yeah okay thanks <laughs> so that's my Kitchissippi beer store Su- super great well-rounded beer if you're ever in Ottawa go pick some up they uh plus they have just like super good art and stuff and he basically runs it w- this guy runs it with his wife and it's it's lovely oh that, that really just sounds like the perfect summer beer though mm-hmm. oh it is oh wait what does Laura say here you guys will appreciate this kitsch staff pick number seven was chosen by Laura Otis Laura has been brewing great beer at Kitchissippi for over five years. For her pick, Laura wanted to make either a beer that was perfect for midsummer or a 12% malt liquor. We're happy to say, <laughs> <laughs> We're happy to say she chose this Vietnam brewed with uh, Montmorency cherries. So I'm drinking Canada beer. Okay, so where again in Canada were you? So we landed in Montreal and then we did kind of like Montreal and some of the eastern townships over there. Then we took the train to Ottawa and then we did Ottawa for a few days and then we did Toronto for a few days and then we did up to cottage country. So Uh, just north of Toronto. I really need to do a eastern Canada (laughs) tour. You should definitely do it. You should definitely do it in the summer. It was amazing. It's so much good beer. (laughs) I've done Vancouver and I've done Banff, but I've never been that far east. Yeah, it's, I mean, once you get to like, it's funny because I, I grew up on the East Coast. So once you get to the Eastern townships, I'm like, this is just n- like, th- this is just Vermont. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> but everybody's speaking French. Okay. I see you. 
<laughs> so it's pretty funny, but we had we had a really, really nice time. I uh, highly recommend the trip out. I can't wait to go back. So. Oh, that sounds so good. But I love that they he was like, do you know why we do beer in 473 milliliters? I was like, no, why? And he was like, because it's 16 ounces. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> Checks out. <laughs> Thank That's you. That's amazing. Oh, so good. <laughs> we do one to two things correctly in the, in the United <laughs> States. <laughs> we don't do many things correctly. But we do our tall boys correctly. <laughs> That's right. Um, Brian, what else have you been drinking, though, besides your uh, Lexington brewery? Uh, so one I, I'm always going back to the well on, and it's super, it's super easy to find out in the southeast uh, here in the U.S., um, but Dogfish Head 90-Minute IPA, which is a super strong IPA, but it doesn't punch you in the face with hops. Uh, it's this really well-balanced, um, heavy IPA, but it tastes really good, too. Uh, so it's, it's, it's not like a Northwest IPA that's just, hey, let's just keep punching you over and over again with hops. It's one that actually has a decent flavor profile to it, but is also pretty strong and enjoyable. I'm pretty sure that was one of our wedding beers, actually, and I, which I did not drink during the reception because 9.2 is enough to make me fall <laughs> over, and I did not want to do that until after I had left the venue. <laughs> <laughs> it was either that I wasn't there, but it was either that or 60 minute because they do have one that's a little bit less strong. That is also very good. <laughs> yeah, that you if you're if you're looking for something a little less powerful, the 60 minute is also really good. It's like a, I think it's a six one. Um, yeah, I'll look but- it up. <laughs> also, uh, it's also got a really nice flavor profile to it, and uh, is it's it's an IPA I also like I really like, and uh, you can usually find it bottled or on tap at all sorts of uh, all sorts of bars out in the area here. Uh, but yeah, yeah. That, that's a good one. You see, sixty ninety, you see one twenty less, but yeah. So uh, I I think it actually does correspond with something in the brewing process. Do you know, Brian? Uh, I don't know exactly. Not, not what to put you on those. Yeah, I don't know exactly <laughs> what they're referring to there. It's probably the amount of time that uh, that the mash is going on and just extracting stuff out of the grains. Um, that's my guess. Uh, I have also had a couple one twenties as well. <laughs> that's an eighteen <18% laughs> percent IPA. Yeah, it's a, it's a no. Lot. Are you serious? Yeah, I've. I, oh god. There, I went to a place out in uh, Port Orange out here where they had uh, the 120 on tap. That, it is a really good tasting beer, but it will kick your ass. Yeah, Noted. kick you in the face. It's <laughs> wild. Um, yes. 90, so six, I think they just call 90 minute, 90 minute because they call 60 minute, 60 minute. Because I think 60 minute, uh, from what I just looked up, is 60 different hops over a 60 minute period during mm, the brew process okay so totally not surprising but <laughs> um but yeah all three of them are good kate if i had to guess yeah you probably had 60 minute because that's only six percent unless they were serving full pints of 90 minute which would be disturbing but i i don't think we were but that would explain <laughs> a lot actually <laughs> I'm gonna have to ask. Unclear. <laughs> I mean, if if you're a fan of IPAs, the 90 minutes really good. 
It'll it it'll it'll mess you up, but it's really good. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. All three of them are really good. But that's awesome. Yeah, you we can usually get sixty and ninety out here at least, and then one twenty pops up every once in a while. Yeah, I I mean I it, when I was in Seattle, I didn't see the sixty and ninety too often. If I went to like if I went to certain spe- places, like you can run into a total wine that has play- stuff from everywhere. I could find it there, but I couldn't go to like a Safeway. And find it nearby. Yeah, that's true. I, I'm not even thinking about. Gro- I mean, I think I've seen dogfish in some grocery stores here for sure. Um, but I think that's kind of more recent. So for those of you who don't know, I think we I mean, think we maybe talked about it the first episode. But Dogfish Head is one of the original, most famous kind of craft breweries. It's uh, out of uh, Milton, Delaware. Um and it's lovely there. It's actually, it's definitely on my to go. <laughs> it's definitely my bucket list of breweries I want to go tour. Yeah, you can take a there's a ferry you can take from uh Cape May, New Jersey to Lewis, Delaware, which is uh, I think where their other one of their other locations is, but it's right right by Milton. Milton's like the original one, but don't worry about me. I just know a lot about dogfish. <laughs> one of my favorites. <laughs> They're so good. Go find some dogfish, oh, people. It. It's love really it. good. Uh, Chris, what else have you been enjoying? Oh, man. So, like I said, I had a ton of great beer in Canada. Um, I, If you've ever had Steam Whistle, uh, it's actually just they make one kind of beer. They make just Pilsner. Um, and it was, I think it was these two, I don't, I don't know the story very well. I'll have to look it up. I, we did skip the brewery tour. I was asked if it was okay if we skipped the brewery tour and I said, (laughs) yes, we can skip the brewery tour. I don't need to do another one. Um, (laughs) but, uh, it's, it's really sweet. So it's, uh, they brew it in, uh, downtown Toronto, um, in the middle of, uh, this park, which basically houses now like the railroad museum of portland of portland of uh toronto so there's all this like old train shit all over the place but i think they um the building that they bought used to be like maybe like the some sort of central station or central hub of something um but they just kind of cleared it out made it warehouse and uh drink space and you get to drink steam whistle pilsner in there that is the only thing they make and that's the only thing they have on tap um but it's a really, really lovely, lovely Pilsner. And, you know, it was hot while we were there. So I got to drink a fair amount of Steam Whistle Pilsner. Um, I also got to go to uh, Dio du Ciel in, um, that was like in Montreal, somewhere in Montreal. Um, that was like one of the the brasseries, the French brewery, um, French breweries that I wanted to call out. They had a beautiful New England IPA. Um, I won't bore you guys too much with more of this. If you want to see stuff, and you you can go on uh, Tashi Station Brewhouse Twitter. What, what are we? TS Brewhouse. Yeah, yeah at, at TS, TS Brewhouse. Brewhouse. Yeah, at t- TS Brewhouse on Twitter, and I um, did that thing where I tweet everything that I drank <laughs> while I was. In I Canada, was so almost. jealous. <laughs> I was so jealous of so, your trip out there. Yeah, but um. Yeah, so everything's linked in there. If you're uh, if you're an untapped person, you can just click those links and they'll open up and they'll tell you more about what I had. Um, but I wanted to call out those specifically. Steam Whistle is just like a classic Canadian beer. So that was really cool. Um, also, I wanted to point out and ask, there are so many Brute IPAs coming up in Portland right now, and I don't know if I like them. Uh, I am I am on the outside looking in, but a couple <laughs> I, I follow a couple podcasts and shows that are all about beer in the Northwest, and everyone is talking about them. And I'm on the outside. I don't know what they are. 
was so gonna, I was I was gonna ask if I was the only one who was just like, Keith, can you please explain? <laughs> no, ab- absolutely. Well, and I didn't know what they were either, but this and I I loved it. So my my partner um, lived in Australia for a year because he's Canadian, so we got like the working visa. Um, and apparently, Australia's been doing brew IPAs forever, and we're just now catching up, right? Um, so basically what they do, I believe, um, the enzyme that they use is like an imperial stout enzyme, um, which means that it's not going to give you that bitter, bitter, bitterness that a traditional IPA would. Um, so it's basically like a dry IPA. Um, it's like, it's very strange. I don't know how to explain it. I don't know if I like it. Um, (laughs) I'm doing not a great job of explaining it, but, um. Yeah, it's uh, I had a few when I was in Canada as well, just to kind of try them out. And I was like, this kind of tastes like champagne beer. And I don't know that I like it. <laughs> yeah, you know, that I'm... sounds good to me. Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's me. So. Uh, yeah, I don't if, know, you like, you if you what like you champagne, think, what have you heard about them anyway? I, I've only heard about people just talking about them in hushed tones. Like no <laughs> one I'm following actually says what they are. Uh, yeah. No, I know, I know. I so, mean, I'm, uh, I'm just getting on the hazy IPA wagon now, so I'm way behind. <laughs> yeah, but I, I think it's basically just like, it's dry. It's dry, and it's bubbly, and it's pretty pale in color. Um, So it's pretty much like, very, it really much, very much is kind of like a champagne, but... I don't understand why it's an IPA then, but I think it's like brewed with the same ingredients as an, if I were to guess, I think it's brewed with the same ingredients as a regular IPA, but they use a different yeast to ferment it. That's going to make it. Boy, that's not weird though, because if I'm going for an IPA, I'm not going for those characteristics. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Who knows? Anyway, I'm sure they'll get to you soon and we can have uh, a revisit and we can. I'm like, this, cause it's so funny because it was like IPA is super big, bitter. And then it like got more approachable with hazy IPAs, you know, being more, a little bit more fruit forward and things like that. And then the brute IPAs, I'm like, this doesn't taste like an like hazy IPAs. I think taste like IPAs. Brute IPAs, I don't think do. Yeah, so, but Hayes, maybe I'm just like not refined enough. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I get that because Hayes is like, okay, this is an iteration on IPAs I get. But the way you're yeah. describing brood to me is like, are we sure this isn't just a Pilsner that's brewed with other ingredients? Yeah, no, it's, it's, I think it's literally just like the enzymes in the yeast um, are the differentiator. I think they use like a regular IPA recipe. That's... Which is why they call it an IPA, which is interesting. Yeah, that's that's weird. When you think dry, you think Pilsner and ales and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I, dry and IPA does not go together to me. <laughs> they seem diametrically opposed. <laughs> So yeah, we'll we'll come back. If you guys have thoughts about brute IPAs and think we're dummies for not actually being able to explain them very well, please tweet at us. Again, I, yeah, at DS Brewhouse. I'm very <laughs> open to be swayed on this. Yeah, but please. it seems I know, weird me to me. Too, and I'm like, I think I just need to drink. I'm like, I just need to drink more. I'll, I'm sure I will like them. I like almost everything I drink eventually. But <laughs> what what else have you been drinking, Kate? Speaking of uh, champagne, beer or otherwise. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. Um, just the stuff I mentioned. Um, if you want a really appalling story about beer I've been drinking lately, uh, there's there's this bar in DC that um, there are no actual dive bars in DC uh, because um, all us young people have come in and gentrified everything and ruined everything. But um, they there are a lot of there are a Hold lot. Hold on, of writing bars. this down. Millennials kill dive bars. <laughs> yep. Good one. Next think piece. Um, but uh, there are bars in DC that are like trying to be dive bars. But you know the the whole the whole question is can you force yourself to be a dive bar? Which no. But no. anyway, I'm in one of these places because my friends are having a going away party, and um, one of the appeals of this place is that you can get drunk for relatively cheap in DC. So they sell these disgusting beer and shot combos. So I, I'm yes. pretty sure. Oh no. Yes. So the last beer I drank was a PBR because I was chasing a shot of Fireball. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> that is like a very dive bar combo. Absolutely. X I, plus I Fireball, out, yeah. <laughs> I will shout out an actual dive bar in DC uh, all the way. Uh, and it's probably less diving now than I probably was when I moved. But um, Potomac Ave Trusties is a pretty good actual dive bar died what uh are you serious i think they died oh of course they did <laughs> jesus christ anyway that was my favorite dive bar when i left dc you know it was a dive bar because they used to use a pitcher to catch the the drips that would come out of the the beer taps and then they would <laughs> let yeah. me have then they would let me have it so <laughs> that was great i was like is that just like yingling though like is that yeah okay i'm gonna drink that it's fine i'm 21 <laughs> You know what? Say what you will about Yingling. At least it's not butter Coors Light. That's right. Yep. Love Yingling. No, Trusties is open. Trusties is open. I just had to do a Google. Okay. I was okay. I was very nervous. Okay. I, Trusties full else. serve. It's still there. They have a school bus in the top floor. It's real. Okay, great. Because I <laughs> there's somewhere else near Capitol Hill. It just like it wasn't actually oh, far. Yes, little pub. <laughs> little pub. <laughs> That, 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 yes. that tracks yeah <laughs> it's called little pub um been there also loved it but trustees is more of like a they also have like really good greasy bar food so uh, that's a shout out yeah. shout out to them taking care of me for most of my j- junior and senior year of college <laughs> i will be seeking them out the next time i bump in dc it's not really near anything but it is great <laughs> it's, it's not but we but we have a car and chris is trying not to drink as much so that's right <laughs> Thanks for <laughs> Um, Brian, why don't you tell us what you've been uh, since we know you've been secretly and not so secretly making some uh, yummy, yummy stuff on the Pico. Uh, what have you been? What What have the fruits of your labor been like? Okay, so the last one I had brewed up was a uh, was from Vision Quest Brewers uh, called Saison or Saison uh, Ninoc. Uh, and it, yeah, it's a, it's a Saison and it was really good. It was, uh, it's all the very herbal flowery tones you, tones you expect from a beer like that. But I've got two Pico packs that as soon as I get from, back from Dragon Con, I'm going to get set to brew. Uh, the first one is, so when I create, when I was setting out to make a Singer themed beer, I came up with, um, the Singer's Wrath IPA, which was a really strong 
just peel the paint off the wall IPA. The other one I came up with was a hazy, and um, I've got that one sitting uh, sitting in the pantry right now, waiting waiting to brew. It's we'll see how it turns out, but it's a seven point two percent ABV. It should be should have some nice uh, nice citrusy fruity tones to it and uh this will be the first new northeast style hazy i brew and then the other one diametrically opposed to that is um from pico's uh one of pico's partner breweries uh and it's the yeast wrangler a 10 percent stunt ibv or a 10 percent abv stunt ipa just so i can see if this thing is really capable of producing a beer that strong That is fascinating. And uh, so we should talk about the stunt IPA trend a little bit because that showed up. Please explain to me what this is. (laughs) So uh, Chuck Wendig actually went on a really great Twitter rant a while ago about stunt IPAs. But stunt IPAs are essentially IPAs that just chuck the flavor profile aside to just punch you in the face with ABV and hops. And it, these stunt IPAs don't care how they taste, just as long as they're bitter as hell and strong as hell. And there are a lot of breweries out there that are doing this now. I'm a hypocrite for buying this Pico Pack, but I also kind <laughs> of agree with Chuck that um, I feel like breweries can kind of back off on this a little bit and focus a little more on the total flavor profile rather than just how strong and how bitter they can make their IPAs. That's interesting. I feel like this is like a cyclical trend in IPAs. It's like right before I moved here, I feel like every IPA I was drinking was like, I can't drink this. <laughs> like this is so bitter. This is so hoppy. But that was also like before I moved to Portland. So yeah, now I, I have a different definition of those things anyway. But <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's a, is it is it are is everyone just ramping that up or if I killed my taste buds at the point where I can't tell right? anymore. <laughs> It's like the last thing you should. It's so funny because like whenever a brewery lines up uh, a tasting for you, they always do like lightest to darkest. And I'm like, you should do least bitter to most bitter because your freaking taste buds. If your most bitter beer is like a 80 or 90 uh, uh, IBU, it's just going to sh- like your taste buds are going to be shot. You're not going to be able to taste anything else for the rest of the tasting. Oh, my God. The IBUs on this one is 94 yeah exactly yeah so again for if you missed our uh first little uh episode where we kind of explained some of these terms that's international bitterness unit so you can just kind of think the higher the number the more bitter the beer yeah pretty much um yeah so i i don't know if i'm gonna like this one (laughs) mostly it's morbid curiosity that got me to buy it just to see how it would turn out (laughs) That's, that's awesome. Half, that's half the fun. <laughs> it is. It is. Um, yeah. So uh, I, I think the yeast wrangler is going to be the first one I brew up when I get back from Dragon Con. Then we'll do the hazy hull stripper after that. Uh, Kristen, you bought a Pico. I did. It's still not open. I promised my significant other that I would not open it until we moved into a place that had room for it if I bought it before we had room for it, which I did. <laughs> <laughs> so it's sitting in my storage unit. That's in my building right now. Uh, alas, <laughs> alas. I know it's calling my name. 
I mean, we might brew a beer today that, or we might come up with a recipe today that you just have to brew. So yes, you can pull I it out, that, brew it, and then box and it up and put it, put it away sure. again. I'll, sounds like something I would I mean, not do. The only thing <laughs> you have, the only thing you have to do, is just keep the uh, brew keg out and That's right. just chilling somewhere. Perfect. So I then can you do can that. just box up the rest of it until you need That's it again. A, I also know friends with houses, so like I should just go set up over there and just be like, "This is fine. Don't worry about it." <laughs> Don't ask me what I'm doing. Exactly. I mean, they can be. They can. Ha- they can partake in the fun as well. That's right. <laughs> also, Kate, I am going to get you and Chris to buy one of these before all I, is said and done. I'm. I'm down. I'm just. Chris is literally sitting right next to me. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna stare at you. <laughs> you can use it as a sous vide, and you guys are cooking people. So we are, and Chris loves steak. So. I, I sous vide with my pico all the damn time. It's, it's awesome. so good, Chris. We're 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 trying to get we're tr- they're trying to get us to buy Pico. <laughs> he's just glaring he at just, you. He just made a like a like a noise. So yeah. <laughs> okay, so I know the next time I see a Pico come up on sale on Woot or Amazon, I just need to spam <laughs> you and Chris and yeah, Cecil. Exactly. <laughs> I'm I'm down. So you, sh- you, know, you should do it for the sous vide alone. I've already gotten <laughs> one of our listeners to buy one. That's I will right. get more of you to buy one so you can brew with us. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, should we sports or do we want to go right into brewing? I'm fine either way. Uh, well, we've got 32 <laughs> minutes here. I think we might want to just skip right into brewing today. Okay, Kate, time to brew a beer. Yay. You are our guest of honor this month, so we're leaving it up to you. Uh, the thing we do here, uh, listeners, is we take a Star Wars character, event, or thing, and we theme a beer around it. So, Kate, we're going to let you choose that Star Wars character, thing, or event. I I would say this is a lot of pressure, but I've literally been preparing this joke since you started the podcast. So. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping you were. <laughs> Yes, I'm doing it. Um, Kate thought I was going to make an Ahsoka beer, which was would be a good guess if I hadn't been like sitting on this joke. And I, I am that person. And so we are going to make a Canaan beer. I thought Ooh. that was where you were going to go with that. Okay. Yay! So, hey, do you want to explain who Kanan Jarrus is for people who think that they're too cool to watch cartoons? Oh, sh- I sure do, Cakes. Um, Kanan Jarrus is my husband. No. Um, so- <laughs> <laughs> is Chris still over there? <laughs> he's just, he's like, he's painting his little miniatures because he just got into Star Wars Legion. And so he's just like, this is fine. What the um, hell? You let him get into that? Do you know how much of a money sink that is? That's his money, man. <laughs> That's not my money. <laughs> um, um, so my my fictional boyfriend who does not spend money on miniatures. Um, he's a, um, so Kanan Jarrus is a character from Star Wars Rebels, uh, which uh, recently ended its run. But he is um, a survivor of the Jedi Purge and spends a lot of lost years uh, wandering around because at the at that time he was but a wee padawan, but um, he eventually comes to join the Rebellion and um, he is like half of probably what has rather surprisingly, surprisingly become one of my favorite Star Wars ships for being four seasons of ostensibly a kid's show. So, yeah. Thanks, Kate. I love it. Oh, there's also a very saucy comic of Kanan. There is. Well, okay. It's only saucy because of that one scene 
That one okay, can't. Well, <laughs> I don't care. That makes it saucy. <laughs> <laughs> She's talking about one piece in a back the tank. <laughs> it makes it saucy. A little saucy. It's, it's also a great comic. It is a great comic. I, I'm going to remind you both that uh, this is, we have the explicit tag on this show. So yes. get as saucy as you want. <laughs> saucy in both beer and sexual content. <laughs> Damn <Yay>. fucking right. <laughs> Okay, there is there is probably a limit to that that it, with Chris sitting like literally two feet away from me. <laughs> That's a great point. That's never stopped Nancy from talking about Idris Elba next to me. So, <laughs> I mean, who's gonna say no to that though? I, like, this is true. This yeah. is very true. <laughs> okay. So we're doing a Canaan-themed beer. The next Uh thing uh, we need to do is we need you to select a style for this beer. Now, I threw it into uh, the Skype uh, chat, uh, but this will bring you to the base recipes that Pico has. And this will be the starting point for our beer. So you can use this to select a style that you think would fit a Canaan-themed beer. Okay. Um... Let us take a look. Pretty sure I already have an idea. So, <laughs> so here's the joke I've been sitting on. Um, I wanted to make this a hazy because, and if you have not yet been spoiled for the end of season two of Rebels, <laughs> I, I I don't know what planet you're living on, but anyway, um, so even for the last two seasons of Rebels is blind, so I wanted to make a hazy for him because he can't see. <laughs> pretty good it's pretty good I'm that, that is pretty damn good <laughs> so so we're doing it live we're doing that okay we're gonna do a hazy yes awesome i am very much down for uh discovering more in the hazy aspect so yes. this is a this is gonna be a pretty strong beer which does that do you think that fits kane in a strong beer yeah i mean well i'll I, I think I can give it to him for, you know, his, his, uh, you know, mild alcohol problem in between, uh, <laughs> um, the Jedi Parish and the, um, meeting Hera, his better half. So yeah, it's definitely a beer he would drink. Oh God. Yes. Listeners, and uh, bitter. Che- <laughs> listeners check out Star Wars and New Dawn. Yes. <laughs> oh, it's so good. It is so good. And not just because I'm shipper trash. <laughs> yeah. Listen, we are all shipper trash on this show, sure so there is are. no judgment here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, Kate's on dis- Kate, you're not on Disaster by, Aren't you, like, chaotic evil? <laughs> oh. Yeah, we just discussed this, and I can't remember what we came down on. I might have been drunk when we talked about this, actually. It doesn't matter. No, that's appropriate for the show. <laughs> yeah. I know. Just three queer Star Wars fans talking about beer. I love it when when we multiply. <laughs> we are the we are the queerest, drunkest Star Wars show out there, and I want you all to appreciate this fact. I, I think mm-hmm. that's right mm-hmm. with the three of us. Oh God, yes. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna I'm actually gonna mute myself and slide over and get another beer since we're talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes. All right, uh, Kate, do you have the ingredient sheet pulled up? I do. Okay, so um, if you've uh, clicked into the Pico Brew Freestyle Maker and click on the Hazy, uh, it's going to bring you to the grains section here. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the a Hazy is a, another or another term for the Hazy is a Northeast style IPA, which is less bitter 
uh, a little more, uh, less strong, a little more sweet, but still pretty strong. Um, so the base recipe is flavors of citrus, floral, stone fruit that highlight a robust amber specialty IPA. So did you uh, did you have a chance to listen to the last show where we broke down uh, the three big uh, metrics we use on this? I did indeed, actually. Okay, so <laughs> listeners, as a reminder, um, the first thing we look at is ABV, alcohol by volume, which is how strong your beer is. The second is IBU, which uh, breaks down how bitter the beer is. And uh, the uh, last thing is SRM, which kind of denotes the color of it. Uh, the base recipe for a hazy is 7 ABV, 50 IBUs, and an SRM of 9. So it's kind of a golden color. Uh, it's fairly bitter um, and fairly strong. So for a Canaan beer, uh, do you see us going up or down on anything on this? Should it be stronger? Should it be less bitter, more bitter? Uh, should it be a darker beer or a lighter beer? I don't know. I think, honestly, the presets have it in a pretty good range, I feel like. Because, you know. Of the road. <laughs> Yeah, well, I don't know. He's like he 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 has a lot of feelings and some of them some of them are definitely bitter feelings <laughs> and a lot of them are definitely like I don't know. I was going to say fruity feelings, but that doesn't actually make any sense. <laughs> well, I mean, if you want fruity feelings, we can do that in hops. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I would say we could even kick the bitterness up maybe like 5 I, or 10 IBUs. I was, a- right. I was actually going to say that uh if we can come up to 55 or 60. Um cuz you know Canaan at the beginning, uh, Canaan in A New Dawn, and Canaan at the beginning of Rebels is definitely a little more of a little more of a bitter dude. So, oh yes, I, I think I think upping the uh, IBUs on that uh, would be good. We can do that in the uh, hops phase. Um, Alrighty, are we good with the ABV on this? Just keeping it at uh, seven, or do we want to go up or down on that? I would say we could even go down a little bit just so we have a little bit more room to play as far as the flavors are concerned. Okay. Just because I think that's kind of canon like in that um, he has a lot of different things going on. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> no, it's true. So I'm down. What I'm thinking here is um, let's take the American two roll. So. Uh, for the hazy recipe, um, it uses American Two Row Pale, Maris Otter Ale Malt, Crystal Twenty for some color and some flaked oats for flavor. So, I'm thinking on the base recipe, we take the American Two Row Pale down to 36 ounces, which brings the ABV ABV to 6.4 percent. Yeah, that sounds more of what I was thinking. What about you, Kate? Does that this is your baby? So. <laughs> <laughs> No, it sounds good. I like I like having a little wiggle room to mess around with it. So yeah, perfect. Sounds so great. that actually, by doing that, that actually takes the SRM down to eight. Uh, do you have that color chart pulled up? I do indeed. Okay, so before we move on to the hops, yeah, let's take a look at the colors here. Um, so eight right there. It's kind of it's not a brown, but it's kind of a it's kind of in the middle between a golden and a brown. Uh, should we go any lighter or l- darker than that? 
I think I want to go darker on this one. Okay, so what we're going to do here uh, to adjust the darkness, uh, we're going to up the crystal, uh, the crystal 20. Uh, Crystal 20 is used uh, a lot to influence uh, the SRM of the beer. So the more crystal you have, the darker the beer is. So I'm just going to try adding a bit more crystal 20 in. So uh, is there a color uh, or is there a color on the chart you like? Uh, I want to say like that 10 to 12 range. Okay. So let's see here. Uh, we're going to up the crystal 20. Let's try to gun for 11. Just kind of cut it, cut it in the middle there. So yeah. we're going to go with uh, nine and a half ounces of crystal 20. Which uh, gets good. us to an SRM value of 11. Sounds good to me. So what we've got here is a bitter deep specialty IPA. And again, we're using the Pico's free, Freestyle Crafters um, automatic description updater. Solid body, high strength with citrus floral and uh, stone fruit notes. So uh, I think our grains are good here. Yeah, happy with that. I think so. Okay, so let's slide on over to uh the hops now okay so uh the hazy uses uh by default 0.9 ounces of summit uh 0.3 as bittering 0.3 ounces of citra as flavor 0.3 ounces of amarillo also as flavor uh 2.2 ounces of citra as roma and 0.2 ounces of uh, amarillo as um aroma so you, uh, Kristen, you mentioned you think this beer could go a little more bitter. Um, yeah, potentially. Um, probably, I would say maybe a little bit more summit if we're if we're sticking with the the hops as as they've been laid out for us. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. let's see yeah. here. Let me just jump back there so um i i'm using a description here and again uh, on the first episode i i explained i grabbed a bunch of these descriptions from an application called beersmith which is some college kids uh, senior project uh where he developed this windows application that is a giant database of beer cranes and hops descriptions that helps you put all this together um and this description came from that uh summit is described as um uh, uh, a, a hop that contains strong citrus and grapefruit notes, uh, again, used mostly as bittering. So you're thinking, let's up the, uh, let's up the summit we've got there. Yeah. I'm thinking upping the summit, at least for the bittering piece. Okay. Well, let's mm-hmm. see what happens. We'll add, let's see. And, uh, uh what do you think we should, uh, go, we should gun for as far as the, uh, IBUs on this? I'm thinking like 55, maybe. Okay, so if we at, go from 0.9 ounces of uh, Summit from Bittering to a full ounce, uh, that gets us right to 55. Cool. Nice. What do you uh, think, Kate? 55? Yeah, that works cool. for me. <laughs> I can't drive 55, but I can certainly certainly drink 55. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what are we also thinking on the uh, flavor and... Uh, aroma side of things so uh, flavoring this will influence a little more uh, obviously what it sort of the uh, other taste notes we get there so apart from the bitterness um, what else are we tasting uh, do we want any more fruit 
or sweetness to this, or are we looking for something else in there? I'm always a Citra fan. Um, I don't know if that fits with Canaan, but I'm <laughs> always a Citra fan. <laughs> yeah, I think for, like, I think I almost want to go more fruit for him. Um, just because, I don't know, he's, uh, I'm just like, I'm, I think I'm stuck on the, the stone fruit description because it's, uh, it's peak season here. Okay. And so I'm thinking, <laughs> yeah, so I'm thinking well, he's like, you know, these like big, ripe, like happy. So you, you like, we might actually want to add it? more Amarillo. Uh, to the hops and um amarillo has a ton of fruity uh flavor that the hops impart there that works for me okay so let's see what happens we're gonna add another 0.1 ounces of amarillo and i've reached the limit of hops hops we can add here (laughs) um too many feelings (laughs) canon too many feelings however we can probably add more over in the dry hops phase Mm, that's right Alrighty. Uh, uh, so aroma, we're going to get, we're going to get a lot of, uh, we're going to le- probably leave this as is we're going to get a lot of fruit and sweet tones on the aroma when you take a, take a sniff of the beer. Um, I mean, who knows that maybe that's also what Hera gets when <laughs> I'm going to leave that one to you all. Just throw that one out there. Just let y'all oh. have fun with that as you will. Oh, no, content. You're, you're you're gonna make me write a really really bad fake it's what's gonna come out of this is what's i mean gonna i'm gonna be honest here that's the whole reason we asked you on <laughs> <laughs> more canera content <laughs> damn right <laughs> okay so uh next section is gonna be yeast um you don't have any control over this uh pico ships a yeast pack that fits the uh, beer you're making uh, so we're going to get on this one a London Classic English ESB uh, for the yeast. You throw this in after your wort has cooled down to room temperature and then let it sit for. Uh, this beer is six eighths. You're probably going to let this one uh, sit with the yeast for five or six days. Cool. Uh, that now brings <laughs> us to the dry hops, where we may be able to add uh, some more Amarillo. So let's see what we got here. Well, let me, uh, it won't. So we got a choice to make here. Um, we can cut back on some of the Citra to add more Amarillo to get, um, a little less of the citrus tones and a little more of the stone fruit tones. So do uh, it. Okay. So let's take away some of the citra. <laughs> let's take away Wait, some of the citra. Hey, do you agree? <laughs> yes. Yes, I do. Okay. Do okay. It. <laughs> so we're going to cut back the citra to 0.2 ounces and we're going to add another 0.1 ounces of Amarillo here, which gets us to 0.2 ounces of citra, 0.4 ounces of Amarillo. And our flavor descriptor here now is flavors of citrus, floral, and stone fruit, highlighting this robust, deep amber specialty IPA that is full-bodied and very bitter. Okay, question. Does that sound like Canaan? Question for you, Kate. Yeah, yes, it is. Um, I'm trying to think whether there's... I feel like that describes enough flavoring besides the bitter. That's a fair point. Yeah. Yeah, we can all, we, we go, can definitely we go, go back and. Bitter? <laughs> <laughs> Is there such a thing? Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe we should 
dial that back just a smidgen. Okay, do we want to dial the, the uh, bitterness back a little bit? Mm-hmm. Okay, so, so let's head yeah, back yeah. into the hops phase. We're going to take away 0.1 ounces of bittering. Uh, that brings us back to 50 IBU. So now our description is a bitter deep amber specialty IPA. That's uh, f- wow. Okay, this is a description. It is firm bodied and strong with citrus, floral, and stone <laughs> fruit notes. Perfect. All right, yep, Canera perfect. shippers, we got <laughs> some ammo for you here. Strong, strong bodied. <laughs> Don't we know it? We're done. Mm-mm, good. That's uh That's perfect. Um so happy right now. Oh, so we might want to go back to the grains for a second cuz when we added a when we added that um when we added the uh, crystal 90 to bring the uh bring the SRM up to 11, uh, the ABV also went up to 6.8. So, if you want to <laughs> dial that back down to 6.4 or somewhere in that ballpark. I don't know. What do you think, Kate? <laughs> good with it honestly six eight she's fine okay six, i knew that yeah. was gonna happen six, i knew it was eight. gonna creep up oh, <laughs> <fuck> you <laughs> hey you, you you know it's fine I mean, if you want it that this is like cake gets drunk off of one beer beer it's wonderful <laughs> and I, six yes. eight six eight seems perfect for kanan uh someone who probably thinks he can handle more than he does uh so just <laughs> oh god yes <laughs> Like, 6.8 isn't the strongest beer he could get, but he yeah. goes for it thinking he can handle it. Absolutely. And then doesn't quite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, exactly. uh, and oh, then uh, Hera has to take care of him. Also, again, you're welcome, shippers. <laughs> this is the thickest writing itself. This is so bad. It really is. By the way, listeners, um, if you write a fic based on this beer... I will send you a $20 gift card to the Pico store. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I will. I will also love you a lot. Him. <laughs> give us, give us a Canaan Herafic that involves this beer. I, I will make it worth your while. I mean, maybe not the Pico store. I'll send you an Amazon gift card or something. Just we'll make it worth your while. The Podfather has spoken. I, I have. Come on. <laughs> Come on through for us. You know, also, you know, my undying love and gratitude, which is priceless. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go through the final numbers on this. Our, um, our Canaan themed beer, 6.8% ABV. It's a 50 on the IBU scale. It's not the most bitter beer I've had, but it's up there, um, which uh, fits in for a Northeast style hazy IPA uh, and an SRM of 11. Uh, does this sound good for everyone? Sounds great. Okay, I'm going to save this for later, because I'm probably going to buy it uh, when I get back from Dragon Con and report back on it. Yes, please do. <laughs> Actually, did I report back on the, uh, did I report back on the, uh, Mostly True Logger on this show? I don't think I have. I don't think you have either. Okay, so, yeah, our first episode, we made a Hondo beer. We called it the Mostly True Logger. <laughs> It was, it was, uh, it, it was a lager that bordered on Pilsner and it was really good. It was like the perfect summer beer. Uh, it was really crisp. It was refreshing. And at five, one, it had a little more of a kick than you expected from a beer of that color. Um, 
so, I love that. Oh, <laughs> it's yeah. awesome. It, it was it was perfectly Hondo themed. So uh, if you have a Pico, head over to TashiStation.net. I have the recipe up there, and you can get your you can make for yourself a Pico pack. That's the mostly Hondo's mostly true lager. Grab it. You'll really enjoy it. I loved it. Good job, guys. Thank you. <laughs> All keeks on that one. All right. Yeah. That's not right, but <laughs> it, it was most. I think, uh, come on. It I was mostly it keeks on I, that one. I owe it to Hondo. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, so good. Okay. Um, we have one last thing to do with this beer. We need to give it a name. Okay. Are you ready for the end of this joke, guys? <laughs> I, I am so fucking ready for this. Uh, so 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 can I call it the uh Jake IPA? <laughs> the what IPA? Jake Eyes. <laughs> so cause on his sad mask when he's blind. <laughs> J Guy. Uh could you spell yes. that for me? J A I G. <laughs> Jake Eyes IPA. Okay. Yes. Okay, I love it. We will use it. Perfect. <laughs> it's a it's a deep deep rebels reference. Oh god, yes, <laughs> it's me. I'm not sorry. <laughs> All right, folks, the J guys IPA we have created here with Kate's help. Uh, I will be picking this one up on the Pico st- uh, from uh, Pico Brew, and uh, that'll be one I brew before our next recording, and I'll report back next month on how it turned out. Yes. And maybe we can talk Keeks into setting up her Pico and ordering it as well. That would be amazing. I'm considering it highly. It's so it. much fun. <laughs> okay. we got Before we close out, we have some questions from... Uh, listeners, um, Diana over from our uh, Tashi Station Patreon Slack team. Again, one dollar uh, at our Patreon gets you into our uh, Tashi Station Patreon exclusive Slack team, where you can ask us questions about beer or see cute pictures of our pets or talk mm. about who you want to fuck in Mass Effect. Yep, <laughs> that was a good day today. <laughs> today was a great day. <laughs> Diana asked if you could grab a beer with any Star Wars character who would it be this is such a hard question god I know mm. first we have to be like does this mean any do they have to be Star Wars characters that we think drink <laughs> um oh I'm gonna say no okay fair because you can go to a, get a drink with them, and they cannot drink, and you can drink. Yeah, I mean, they could be your uh, designated freighter pilot. You could still hang out at a That's bar right. with them. That's right. So true. I don't know. Does anybody have an answer? Uh, I would, because I'm predictable, I would go with Wedge Antilles. Just because he seems he seems like he's everyone's favorite drinking buddy. What what Aww. a great answer, Brian. Oh, that is a great answer, actually. Um, see, I've got see 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 the range for me is somebody who would like I would feel fine sipping my beer slowly and have a conversation, so that's Obi-Wan. Versus at the other end of the spectrum, we have Greer Sonnell from Claudia Gray's Bloodline novel, who would get you fucked up. So <laughs> that is a great answer. So. I feel like I need to have Greer Sonnell somewhere on my list now. 
<laughs> for sure. Also, at some point in the Quinn future, just brought, Quinn just brought three beers into the bedroom. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> He's looking at me like, why are you telling them? And I'm like, because it's a beer podcast. <laughs> it is a beer podcast. We're obligated to talk about these things. Oh, uh, he didn't want to be too loud. That's why he said he brought them all in there. <laughs> also, at some point in the future, we need to come up with Port in a Storm. I know. This is so true. This is so true. And that's got to be a beer that just fucking kicks your ass. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Agree. Uh, mine would be fives. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> you would too. I don't know. He seems like a great guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you killed me! My, my husband. I almost it's called true. him my cartoon wife, but <laughs> sure. Same <laughs> thing. Uh, <laughs> so good. Uh, Diana also asks, and I think this is a, a Keeks and Me question. Uh, next MLS season, will there be a bet between the two of you over who takes the season series? No, <laughs> we like each other too much. Yeah, it's uh, and I soccer. Soccer is just like my torture sport too much. I can't do it. I, I can't. I yeah. can't pile anything else on top of how many feelings I have about soccer. So I mean, I've got a team that decides to shit the bed the first half of the season and then storm their way to the playoffs the second half. I can't add any more on top of that. Uh, Same, but the opposite. Well, <laughs> maybe we'll do a friendly wager of uh, one of us will have to drink a beer we despise. But that's it. <laughs> yeah, I don't hate beer. <laughs> I don't. Nice. Although there are beers that I like better than others. So that's fair. That's a good one, Brian, because it's borderline enjoyable. <laughs> yeah, we, 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 might re- we might revisit that one. But if we do anything like that, it's going to be a very tongue in cheek kind of wager <laughs> because I, I don't need to I don't need to put any other drama on top of how my MLS team does. Yeah, MLS and NWSL is already just too much a part of all of my angst I, during this time of year. It's fine. <laughs> I, I've got enough. I've got enough anxiety. I don't need to put any more on top of it. That's right. <laughs> all right. John asks, "We're getting close-ish to fall. Favorite fall beers and cakes? I feel like this is our time where we can finally talk about pumpkin beers. We can come out to the world as." Everyone else is wrong about pumpkin beers, and we're right, and they're delicious. <laughs> they are fucking delicious. So I'm good. sorry, they are delicious. <laughs> they're wonderful. And if you're someone who shits on pumpkin spice lattes and people liking them, go to hell. Let people enjoy <laughs> their cinnamon and clove and nutmeg flavored goodness. Let them have things that make them happy. What? Guess what? Your taste is your taste, and you get to like what you want and what you don't want. So. And we Wait, fucking really? love pumpkin beer. Yeah. <laughs> I fu- Do you have a favorite pumpkin beer, Brian? Uh, have you had pumpkin? Of course. <laughs> yes. Pumpkin is really good. Um, we've got a local brewer out here that uh, also does a pumpkin, a pumpkin ale that's pretty good. Um, and uh, actually, uh, Kentucky Bur- the Kentucky Bourbon Barrel I had earlier by Lexington uh, Brewery, they also have a pumpkin variant of that that shows up in the fall that I also really like. Oh, shit. That sounds incredible. Yeah, so a strong ale, but with pumpkin puree and spices thrown into the mix. It's really good. That is great. Um, 
I cannot get it here and it makes me sad, but I can get pumpkin. So that's wonderful. Um, I really like uh, the shipyard pumpkin head, which is uh, uh, New yeah. England. No, it's very New England and they usually uh, serve it in a glass rimmed with like cinnamon sugar. <laughs> I need to try that the next time I pick up some uh, shipyard pumpkin ale. Hell yeah. It's uh, I love pumpkin head and it's got it's literally got like the headless horseman, but like with a pumpkin on his head and he's like holding up a beer. So it's also great art. <laughs> and that that's one you can get anywhere, just all over the oh, all over so the country. Good. Yeah. And I can't get it here, but that's fine. <laughs> oh, you can't. Oh, that's no, a I think bummer. It's just East Coast. Yeah, I think it's just East Coast. Oh, that... have you, did you have it when you were in Seattle? Yeah, I, I had it when oh, I was in shit. Seattle. I'll I'll I must have just got, I must have just gotten lucky. Um, I'll have to look. Yeah, mostly we just get like the Elysian everything, pumpkin-y stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I'll Kate, have to look. <laughs> Kate, do you do pumpkin beers? Um, See, I have probably had some and then I like don't know things names off the top of my head because when it comes to beers, I'm basically keeks and I remember the name of nothing. Um, but I'm down like fall, like fall baking spices and beer is uh, something that I'm very pro. So... Yeah, we'll have to have Kate on another time just so that she can do another uh, character and make a saison because I feel like Kate would make a really good saison just oh because my she God, yes. loves spices and stuff. And I, I feel do. Like you you would just have like really good taste in like a, a farmhouse saison. Uh, yeah, we we definitely have to have you back on for another character to do that. Um, now, Kate, how would you do with an eight point six ABV pumpkin beer? <laughs> Um, you know, I would say that I would do fine. <laughs> Just like Kanan. Oh, yes, obviously. So I, I think for science, we need to get Kate some pumpkin. All right. Oh, hell yeah. I'll go. I, I can go look. I, I'm very down <laughs> with that. So, yeah. No, I mean, I see. I, I say I can handle it. I don't know. I don't know how good a time um, Chris is going to have with that. Um, it <laughs> might be like the time he took me to the brewery and I got a flight and um, I accidentally got a beer that was 12% and that was just enough to put me over. <laughs> Oops. Sure it was. <laughs> Very small. <laughs> I am. I'm, I'm quite petite. Uh, so okay. we'll report back in the future how Kate does with pumpkin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, and Cakes, you have one last question. I do. Uh, can someone explain bottle aging to okay. me, please? So <laughs> bottle bot conditioning. Bottle well. conditioning. Um, it, essentially, it's letting the fermentation and carbonation process, instead of finishing inside of a brew keg, finishing inside of a bottle. So before fermentation mm. is finished, you rack. Uh, you rack the. You rack the still fermenting wort into a bottle and cap it. Got it. And you let it finish that way. That makes sense. Interesting. Okay, cool. Yeah, we'll we'll have to talk about this more because there are so many different beers that I buy here and some of them are like, you know, you can leave it in the bottle forever and some of it's like, drink now, it's fresh. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I mean... We'll have to d get into that wormhole a bit later. Yeah, the, the timing on bottle conditioning is so precise and so... Um, so black magic to me. I'll probably never be able to do it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, me <but> neither. <laughs> it, it's a neat like, concept. 
I would love for it to be stable when I put it in the bottles. <laughs> right? I mean, that's what I, that's how I feel about it. <laughs> right now I'm, I'm looking into how to bottle the stuff we're brewing here. Um, yeah. So it, essentially you let it finish carbonating in the brew keg, then you rack it and to finish carbonating in the bottle, you throw some carbonation pellets into it, cap it, and then yeah. it finishes like that. So. Wild time. We'll see if that works. <laughs> I'm going to have, I'm going to have to do some experimenting with that. And that's what this podcast is all about. Yep, a bunch of uh, bunch of morons who don't know anything about uh, brewing beer, trying to figure out how to brew beer. That's right. <laughs> a doy. That's us. You're all learning with us. Okay, so I think that's actually going to wrap it up for us. Uh, Kate, do you have any stuff you'd like to plug while you're here? Uh, well, I feel like. People who have been listening probably already know about our very sweary, very drunk uh, um, podcast, uh, just analyzing the canon Star Wars novels, um, among other non-screen media. So that's Book Wars Pod. And of course, you can find that all um, on the Toss You Station mega feed. All the past episodes are on the website. Um, I guess the only other thing I would plug is uh, Star Wars Rep Matters is uh, the hashtag campaign that we are a part of, um, just highlighting ways that the franchise has been successful in its uh, efforts at representation of various um, marginalized groups and ways that it can do better. Um, so in October, I think we are, we, it, we've been pushing it monthly, focusing on different groups um, who have been underserved in society and in media representation. But I think back in, once we get back to October, which is um, October 2017 is when we started it, right before The Last Jedi came out, I think we are doing another free-for-all where we kind of do a little bit of an evaluation of where we're at and what we'd still like to see. So keep an eye out for that on Twitter. Awesome. Uh, Keeks, you got anything? Uh, nope. I'm plugging Kate's Twitter. Kate, how can people find you on Twitter? Oh, yeah. This is an adult podcast, so they can handle it. <laughs> can, can they, though? I've got a lot of memes telling people to go fuck themselves. Um, uh, it, we, we, we got listeners who can handle you telling people to go fuck themselves and to eat your ass. We're good. That's, That's right. true. That is, you know what? I can't, I can't argue with that. Um, I am on Twitter at Lusitania. So that's L-U underscore S-I-T-A-N-I-A. Um, and I'm actually not on Twitter right now because I'm on a break, but I'll be back after Labor Day to go tell you guys you suck, I guess. So <laughs> yeah, just follow her while she's go through her old tweets that they will not disappoint you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And follow, uh, Tashi Station Radio and Brian and stuff. <laughs> I probably already do that if you're listening to this, but that's what I'm plugging. Uh, Keeks, where are you at on Twitter? Uh, at I-T-S-K-E-E-K-S. It's Keeks. Excellent. And I'm Lane Winry, L-A-N-E-W-I-N-R-E-E. -E -E. Uh, this whole show you can find at TS Brewhouse. That's our official account where you can catch up on what we've got coming up on the show and as well as what beers we're all drinking and enjoying and other escapades we're getting up to. Uh, at Tashi Station, that's the official network account. You can find uh, all of our shows there. TashiStation.net is where you can find our blog. And all of our podcasts, including Book Wars Pod, including TSR, including this one, and everything else we do. Um, so, uh, oh, uh, we're going to Dragon Con 
this week. Uh, so if you're a uh, listener to TSR and the Tashi Station Radio Mega Feed, uh, we're going to blast you in the face with a whole bunch of panel audio. Sorry. Ooh. Yes. I feel like beer. Go talk to Brian. Yes. Yes. Come find come find me at Dragon Con. I can talk about Star Wars or beer or sports with you or some combination thereof. Come find me. It's great. Um, unless you're a dick, then leave him alone. Yeah. Otherwise, exactly. go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Tashi Station Brew House is brought to you in part by our Patreon subscribers. Head over to patreon.com slash Tashi Station to support this show and the others on our network. Uh, You can find this show on the Tashi Station Radio Mega Feed and on the uh, TS or the Tashi Station Brew House feed. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, whatever you use. You can find us, subscribe, leave us a review. That makes us, that helps us uh, get the word out and also makes us feel good about ourselves and tells us that people are actually listening. Uh, so yeah, thanks for listening. We'll be back next month. Uh, this time we are going to have, uh, Heath Williams, Photoshop guru and uh, resident Zuvio Stan on to, uh, talk Yankees baseball. And, ah, uh, yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, star Wars and presumably make a Zuvio beer. Uh, so tune in next month. We'll see you all then. So long, everyone. Mm-hmm.